0: your you want. But don't get between me and the blood wine.
1: Welcome aboard the USS Bona. This is your captain, not Patrick Stewart speaking. You're listening to Dork Trek. Dorktrek.com. Engage, Mr. Matty. Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Dork Trek. Welcome, all of you lovely listeners. For those of you who don't know, we watch and review Star Trek podcasts. Jenny, I love your hat. Is that a, is that a Cartman hat? It is a Cartman hat. Where did you, where, now, do, do you have a time machine? Hey, look <laughs> did you have one of these probes that they had in this episode and went back to the year 2000 and got yourself a
2: sort Cartman
3: Sort of, hat? but the, the probe is on my ass. <laughs> oh my God. Nice. It doesn't look very good over the headset though, so I'm going to have to take it off.
1: So we are joined as usual by Dennis Black and Asian. Hello, Dennis.
2: What up?
4: Ben McCormick. Hello, Ben. Hey, Bob. How's everything going this week? Good, man. And Jenny Zell.
3: Hi. How How are you?
4: you? I'm great. How are you? And we are the core team
1: that makes up this podcast. Thank you for listening. I gotta be honest with you. I almost didn't watch this week because I've got a lot of stuff going on. Um, But then I saw that it was a triple episode and I felt like I had to. Yeah, you have to. So...
3: What was this—the three uh, hundredth three an- hundredth episode, or what was? It? What was the thing? It's
4: it was the three a- hundredth anniversary. Of Star yes. Trek. It's the thirtieth anniversary of Star Trek episode. I knew
3: there was a three and a zero in it, someplace, in yeah. some way,
4: and
2: a th. Yeah.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> it was the movie point over.
4: Yes.
1: Yeah, yeah. So yeah, this is the this is the thirtieth episode of Star Trek. This this episode. Yes. <laughs> 30th anniversary episode this marks 30 years of star trek averageness oh my god some good some bad i mean i think that's a fair statement right average some yeah. good some bad uh-huh. like uh-huh. if you went back and you took I... and if you took all of our scores from deep space 9 and tng i'd say you're probably around like a 65 right like somewhere in there sounds about right
4: yeah, but I, I don't think this is is 30 years of averageness, though. No. You you don't last 30 years Dang. and have spaceships named after you and, uh, you know, change the course of human technology.
0: Human
4: history! I mean, it's, yeah.
1: Look, I mean, I'm saying it's 30 years up to this point of average. What really pushed it over the line for me and made it great was J.J. J. Abrams. I mean, he really brought... A lot of excitement. And
3: <laughs> we don't want to look at your dick, Ben.
1: I do, Ben. Okay. He does. Yeah, bring that to the boardroom, Ben. Nice. <laughs> nice.
3: Show us your titties.
2: Twerk on that dick. <laughs> yeah, cry. I like it when you cry. <gasps> yes. That was something my boss said last
1: week. <laughs> that was sexy and weird. <laughs> I've always imagined you'd say that to me. Mm. Uh, but yeah, so this is third. And I mean, I don't mean, again, like, there's some shitty Star Trek, right? With stuff we haven't reviewed yet. Uh, being like Voyager and some original series episodes and some, uh, some what's it called, there, the Enterprise. And then there's some great episodes, right? Like, so give mm-hmm. and take.
4: I just think yeah. on average, it's more good than... Oh, no, it has mm-hmm. to be. I mean, you don't last 30 I don't know, no. years. Being that's hard. what I was just, just saying. Look, and just every- look at the
2: movies. Like, the movies basically average out to average.
4: The, no, the movies average out to bad. It's just that... The, the good <laughs>
2: Rathacon are- and uh, Undiscovered <laughs> Country are pretty great.
4: That, and that's, that's two out six. Of, that's out, of, out of 11 movies. And search for Spox okay you know what
2: I, I really like search
4: for spock i know it gets a bad the motion
2: picture isn't that bad i mean it's it's just boring
4: i highly highly recommend people get the director's cut now when i come to town can we uh, watch the picture <laughs> no no the director's cut here's the funny thing with the motion picture the director's cut is shorter wow they they let uh robert wise go back because when uh, and, a lot of his socks is what he said <laughs> well yeah well that was the thing bob you remember from the book yes and, and that was one of the things is he never got to do a second pass on the movie it was like no the the deadline is december you got to get the movie in the theaters they had already like pre uh reserved theaters and so if they did not have a movie on the screen that night yeah they were
1: kind of fucked
4: they were going to pay like huge amount and they'd already lost all this money because they had to fire all the special effects guys <laughs> bringing you guys i mean so they were just like bobby we need a we need a movie on the screen and robert wise uh made it happen it was a but,
1: professional i mean he directed the day the earth stood still i mean this guy's uh well he uh directed sound of music he's a pro he knows what he's doing he's like all right you got a movie
4: so when he knocks that out um but normally you would—he would have had more time to work on it. So they actually came back to him uh, just a few years before he died, and let him have another pass at it. Watching the movie killed him. That's what happened. Like he was like, "Oh
1: God, <laughs> this movie's so bad."
4: And he died. And now I for the it. final cut. <gasps> <laughs> no, well, I think when they promised that he'd have a chance to do yet another pass at the movie, that's when he was just like, "No." <laughs> like,
2: now Star Trek Five, <laughs> he's like, "No."
4: please god no, no, no I had make- nothing to do with that he hung himself <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we all should have
1: and that's what I'm. And that's the beauty of Star Trek because you can't have a motion picture as good as Rathacon as good as First Contact as good as the others and then have Star Trek 5 and just be like yeah I guess it kind of works itself out
3: well I think the thing is too that like even when the stories aren't great or whatever else there's going on with it the characters are so good and you're so involved with the characters that you wanna find out what happens regardless of whether it's a bad story. And I think that's one of the things that helped the Star Trek franchise live on for so long. Yeah.
4: Well, that was one of the advantages, I think, that the original series movies had over TNG, Mm -hmm. was when the TNG movies came on, we hadn't seen these guys for 10 years, right? There was a love affair the original series yeah yeah. the original series guys they've been gone since 69 we yeah there's the cartoon in 74 but from 69 to 79 there was no live action track and so you know it's 10 years later you want to see your old friends or whatever tng had the disadvantage even though i think um generations and first contact were were decent movies and pretty good um instruction is not bad
1: insurrection you know what i insurrection gets a bad rap but i like insurrection. it on you
4: but well here's the thing the the problem that all of the movies Def murray had, abraham they <laughs> were two hour episodes uh-huh. i i couldn't separate even though i saw them on the screen as soon as i watched it on home video it ruined the movie because i was like oh that's an episode because i didn't have that there wasn't enough technology change there wasn't enough uniform change there wasn't enough time the yeah but you know what
1: would have happened though too I think like if they would have changed too much people would have fucking been super pissed well, That's no, exactly I'm, what I was just well, thinking
4: they, they would have I, I like, I like
2: in the 90s increasing your production budget meant like more explosions and special effects and stuff like that that really wouldn't have been Star Trek if they had done that back then
4: right but I'm just saying if how there, much if you there, complain there, about
2: J.J. Abrams
4: but if there had been more time if we had taken five years between end of TNG and like if you had waited until um, the end of Voyager to have a TNG movie. I feel you. There's something. So we would have missed. It, it, it's hard to, you know. There was no longing. Miss- There's no longing yeah. for more mm-hmm. Patrick Stewart
2: the way there is now. Or like,
4: here's the thing. If we had not had that movie. We probably
2: couldn't have gotten all those guys at that point, though. But if you hadn't have had those that movie. Those motherfuckers weren't doing nothing except Patrick Stewart.
4: Patrick Stewart. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. But you know, he'd come back. He's coming back now. Exactly. But I'm all saying, you if, paycheck. can you imagine if TNG had gone off the air? The next season was when Voyager started. If God we had no! Had, if if no. the only Star Trek that we had, had was the last three seasons of, of Voyager, I'm so funny. I mean, of uh, the last three seasons of of DS9, seven seasons of Voyager. So the only good Trek that was on the air was every thirtieth episode of Voyager, and every other episode of DS9. For seven years, that's all we get. And then the TNG movie comes out, how much we had been like, Oh my god, this is so great. We finally yeah. get to see what happens. Wasn't also, the whole
2: thing like with Enterprise Star Trek fatigue or you know, franchise fatigue or whatever?
4: I just think some of Enterprise sucked though. Like the first three seasons were so bad.
1: I mean I liked the there first eleven epi- Yeah, there were some good episodes, but I felt like that Those are
4: the only t- ones I've seen so far.
1: That temporal time war thing, like why? I just, every time I would turn it on, I would just see a bunch of guys standing in a dark room talking to each other. It was like watching that scene from Dr. Strangelove with a bunch of aliens over and over and over again. <laughs> like, well, this is what we're going to do. And like, yeah. Peter, <laughs> like,
2: Peter Sellers was on Enterprise?
1: Kind oh, of. Yeah. That would have been great. There was, But there was some like some menace. There was a lot of menacing planning going on. And then like you'd go back to the She's Enterprise. Okay. And they'd be like,
4: here we are on the ship. <laughs>
1: it's, it's just, I don't know, man.
4: So, this was an episode with time travel that I enjoy.
1: I had no idea there was a temporal police. I thought that was kind of cool. yep,
2: there wasn't before this episode
3: time police
2: the time, time cop <laughs> so we have the dream
1: police we have the time police uh, <laughs> that's all i knew too that's why i didn't go any further yeah. with that song Nobody but
0: knows anything because
2: <laughs> that's a cheap trick song right yeah, like, mm-hmm. who else besides cheap trick knows the words that song cheap uh, maybe their wives Mickey. and girlfriends at the time
3: like, it's great because i love that song i just i don't know I any of the lyrics to it
2: <laughs> no. i mean i only know the uh the chorus i don't know how the rest of the is here way. i'll get it Oh, hang on i'll get it
3: you don't even know the chorus you know the,
2: the no, i know how it goes like okay I have no idea how the verses sound
1: the dream police All right, in
2: my (laughs) my head the whole song goes like that
1: the dream police they live inside of my head the dream police they come to me in my bed the dream police they're coming to arrest me oh no you know that talk and people are like oh yeah this band belongs in the hall of fame Uh, (laughs) you know that talk is cheap and rumors ain't nice and when I fall asleep I don't think I'll survive the night, the night, because they're waiting for me, looking for me every single night. They're driving me insane, those men inside my brain. The dream police, they live inside of my
2: head. The dream police, they come to climb me. climb into bed. my bed.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's, all,
3: yeah it's not <laughs> yeah. a great song, the dream police. All right. Let's not take it apart. I
1: enjoyed it. I <laughs> know. Oh, I like the song, too. I'm just saying a well, lot. These are some really shitty words. That's all I'm saying.
2: Right. <laughs> you know? Those crazy
1: rockers. Those crazy cheap trickers. I mean, my daughter could have wrote this song when she's eight.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. She Didn't.
1: I know.
4: I wish she would have, because then I'd be rich. No, because you'd be poor because Trick would come and uh, sue you for. No, because I
1: would get uh, that orb that we found and go back in time and write the song before they did.
3: And then you could sue them and get extra money. Sophie's
2: song would be the Dream Police Part (laughs) 2
1: Where's Part 1? Damn it!
2: (laughs) Even Dreamier Police The Dreamier
1: Police The more Dream Police
4: Dream Police 2, Electric Boogaloo
1: uh, Dennis, you didn't, you weren't on the show last week. What did you think of the assignment with Keiko uh,
2: and? I know you guys didn't really like it. I thought it was okay.
1: All right. And you left early the week. I enjoyed it. You left early the week before that. How did you feel about the episode before that one? Which one was that? I don't remember. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I was hoping Damn you. You would. have your answer. Sir. Okay. Um, well, no, wait, no, was that the
4: war? That was the war
1: episode,
2: wasn't it?
4: Yeah,
2: that's right. That was oh, no, the Doctor yeah. War
4: episode. Doctor War. Yeah, that was War E R. The uh, Spanish Inquisition uh, oh. war, and becomes Ernest Hemingway in space. Except in probably- space. I was
2: there for most of that episode.
1: Yeah, but you mm-hmm. split because your kid woke up, or you didn't rate it. though, is what I'm saying.
2: Oh, uh, yeah, that's like a six. I guess. All
4: right, all right, okay. Space Mash was a six.
2: Last week was probably like a like a. Six. We're all waiting 25.
1: for Twenty-five. Uh, did you
2: say a 25?
1: 6.5. Wow. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Same as me. And I don't remember liking it very much.
2: guys, uh-uh. yeah, you he didn't like it because you don't like
4: Keiko. I don't like you now, Dennis. It was I the best that, of the Keiko episodes. Me. I thought <laughs> I Keiko was so the best time. I, I think it proved that uh, Keiko is not the problem, or the actress isn't the problem. The <laughs> Keiko is, is not the problem. <laughs> well, no, I'm just saying the the actress who plays Keiko can act. It's just that the character of Keiko is the bad because and when she's play, awful. when she's playing a character of a non corporeal being who is taking control of Keiko, she's mm-hmm. great.
3: Mhm I agree with that. It was the best Keiko episode.
1: It is. You know what? Maybe the problem is O'Brien. Miles. Maybe O'Brien's just kind of whack. Like, did we ever think about that? Have we ever come to that conclusion? Like, does
2: he never backhands her?
1: (laughs) No, I mean, Dennis, that's not right.
2: But I mean, maybe just because like. Figuratively speaking.
1: I mean, maybe the the marital life of Miles O'Brien just isn't very satisfying to anyone.
2: Yeah, because it just usually it has nothing to do with the rest of the episode.
1: Yeah, it's just and like he's just it's getting just kind of jamming.
2: They're like, "Yep, he's still married."
1: Yeah, yeah, totally. Like, I'd be happier if he left Keiko and went gay with Julian. Like, that's yeah. what needs to happen. There's not a lot of stakes <laughs> in their <laughs> relationship. Yeah, there's no stakes at all. Because
2: no, somebody's not off doing something dangerous while the other one has to try and save him or anything like that. It's always <laughs> just kind of random. Yeah,
1: one's just yelling at the other one.
2: Yeah, and the other one's and the other one's
1: wishing he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> But I never right.
3: feel any kind of like chemistry between the two. Yeah. They're just there.
1: It's very poor casting. Yes.
3: Yeah. So but I like O'Brien in general. That may be an unpopular opinion. I
1: sure. like O'Brien too. I, every time I see him though, I just like wonder how Colin Meany didn't end up in a Hobbit movie or something. That's a good point. Like how did that not happen? Mm-hmm.
4: You know, I think which Hobbit he would have played.
1: Or just any character in Lord of the Rings, like he's he's like one of the most prominent like Irish actors of our generation, and like he's never
2: right behind Liam Neeson.
1: Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, like he didn't like they didn't they didn't even bring him in for an audition, you know?
2: Uh, maybe he insisted on wearing an eye patch, and they're like, no, no, no.
1: that pretty badass. Look, you can't be Legolas; it's not gonna work. No, I want to be Legolas. It's the only way I'm going to do it. I got to be Legolas. It's like,
4: he no. Got Orlando Bloom.
1: Yeah, well, he's real handsome and young. And you're neither one of those things.
4: <laughs> yeah, because that movie would have been like, what, the year after uh, <laughs> DS9 ended or something? Imagine did-
2: Khamenei bouncing around like Legolas. <laughs> that
4: would
1: have been awesome, right?
2: <laughs> you know, flips in the air and shit.
1: It would look like one of those jib-jab videos. <laughs>
2: like this gigantic head on this thin body.
1: With the big afro, he did the only fucking elf with an afro. Oh
3: my god! Somebody please Photoshop this poorly, <laughs> Dennis. I want to see the worst Photoshop my of this.
1: skills, Dennis. If we need your poor Photoshop ability,
4: uh-huh. no, we need to go to Jib Jab awesome. and and see if there's something out there. You know when they say like, oh, upload a picture of your face and let's upload a uh, Comini's face. <laughs>
1: All right, so this episode is, what, Trials and Tribulations?
4: Tribulations, yeah.
1: Tribulations. What happens?
4: Well, the temporal police show up at uh, Deep Space Nine. <laughs> and
0: they, temporal and police.
1: And they
4: want to... Uh, Give it
0: oh, all I can, it's not <laughs> enough. <laughs> it's My wasn't I to play with some tribbles. Temporal police
1: arrest this He multiplies too
0: much. They're eating all our food.
4: Their <laughs> own multiplication those. is causing a division. Yeah. So, um,
3: I can't believe yeah, we it. didn't think of karma police, dream police, time police, karma police.
1: <laughs> we got there, we got there. Yeah. We can't come up with all the police.
2: We know more words to karma police than.
1: <laughs> well, karma police <laughs> is a way better song. Yeah.
3: Yeah. That's true. That's undeniable.
4: And they question Captain Cisco about his recent uh, temporal activity.
1: Now you know if this was real, they just would have shot Cisco. Like if these were real police officers, they just would have shot him and sprinkled with some crack bullets. On him. Yeah, <laughs> <The> time bullets. <laughs> <laughs> They'll go with off after we bullets. leave. Yeah. <laughs> time (laughs) that's very funny man we are really great at this podcasting. i don't care i don't care what anybody says but i've heard
3: (laughs) now ben did 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 this episode piss you off because i know you have a problem with like uh when an episode starts and then it shows you like how they got there how that how this happened and they like rewind
4: no, because this episode came along before that had become just so fucking over
2: They also didn't do the record scratch moment where Cisco's like, I bet you wonder how I got in this situation. <laughs>
4: <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, and they also didn't do the. Th- it was like he was telling them the story. It wasn't the, you know, they're coming in is like, you time traveled illegally and then. When it came back from the. the it wasn't Riker print. and Troy in a holodeck, like recreating the. didn't yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. pop up like, you know, 47 hours earlier.
3: They didn't uh, drop you right into the action and then like stop the story and rewind and start right. over again it or whatever. Get us
4: up to that point. Gotcha. Yeah. I
1: they okay. did a good job of explaining
4: all this stuff. Like, they mm-hmm. like the
1: flashback was very
4: well done. Yep. Mm-hmm. And uh, so they're. uh what is it? I forget how long ago. But they're at Cardassia they're picking up uh what they they were there for some other mission I don't even they were, remember what they there were. was an orb well, right they got Oh yeah the, that's right the, the the orb of time that they didn't know was the orb of the time orb of time oh yes one of the infinity stones yes yeah. and um if Thanos gets that one it's going to be longer right. they also picked up a human who, <laughs> Thanos attacks who was, deep space nine <laughs> there's a human that's been trapped on Cardassia uh after the klingon invasion started and so he's finally going to get to go home and you know he's just happy to be able to get you know good coffee again because apparently uh Cardassians drink hot fish uh juice hot fish mm. juice for uh i had a girlfriend room.
1: once that smelled like hot fish juice
3: <laughs> hot fish juice was my uh lesbian rock band in college
1: <laughs> hot fish juice we opened up for, Lilith fair. Yeah, we opened yeah. up for L7 one time. It was pretty rad. <laughs> hot fish
4: juice. Hot fish juice. Tonight,
2: Lilith's so, Fair featuring hot fish juice.
4: Come get your hot fish juice. And you get some uh Raktagino, which is Klingon coffee. And you know, he's talking about how the Klingons are, you know, these disgusting people, but at least they make good coffee.
2: So, Ben, when um for people like you who had seen you know the original series, mm-hmm. probably and seen the um trouble with Tribbles episode
4: Mm -hmm. multiple times Mm -hmm.
2: like once he said his name you're kind of like
4: (gasps) well no that was the thing is he didn't tell his real name oh it wasn't until he had uh snuck on board and wharf was giving them you know he's actually this guy and he was and he tells you know the real name and everything that's when you would have known but as soon as it there was so much lead up to this with with the uh, you know the the promotions and shit yeah. that we already knew what was up.
2: Well, I guess they spent so much on the technology to make it look like they're in the old episode. They right. To make sure people watched.
4: Right. And it was you know it was like we're not really hiding the fact that he, he's uh, Arne Darvin or whoever. It's just like nope, here he is. So he had his fake name. you Darvish. you Yes, he was the is uh, he Japanese. Yeah. Yeah, he's a Japanese
2: ball player. And he's half Brazilian too, but he's from Japan.
1: Yeah. He's half Brazilian? I think so. Oh, interesting. I was not aware of that. Me neither.
3: Brazilian and Asian doesn't have the same ring to it though.
1: Hugh, well, I guess if he was our friend, we can call him Hugh Brazil Asian or something.
3: Yeah.
0: What up, Hugh? <laughs>
4: that That's actually kind of Brazilian Asian. No, it doesn't flow.
0: Hey, fuck you, fuck you.
1: That's one of my favorite Curb Your Enthusiasm bits. But anyway.
4: <clears throat> okay, so where right. are we? So um, we're back on the Defiant. They're going to uh, get this guy. Um, we're going to get him. We're going to get him. Yeah. So but then some shit happens. Yeah, something happens. Boom, shecky, uppy, or whatever. Um Somebody's Pronto beaming dropped off the particles Or
3: some shit again, right?
4: Something like that. Tachyon particles. Yeah. So it's like, "Oh shit, um, you know, we've lost our cloak, somebody's beaming off." So there's like, "Well, you know, deactivate the the transporter and, you know, get the cloak back on. It's too late, but they get the cloak back up." And it's like, "Holy shit, uh, we're like 200 light years from where we were before." What happened? Oh no! And it's like, oh, and there's another ship here. What and, happened? And the view screen comes on, and it's the uh USS Enterprise.
1: Yeah, not the not the Jean Luc Picard Enterprise, mind you.
4: No, the real one.
1: Yeah, not the not the Cameron Fry Enterprise.
4: No bloody A, no bloody B, no bloody C or D. Just the Enterprise. Just the and,
3: like. E. At one point in the conversation with the uh, the time police, uh-huh. I it seems like they had some continuity issues, like where they're saying like
1: this is the first one.
4: Well, no, well, okay, so this,
1: well, the first Enterprise is the NX one
4: Incorrect. <gasps> that that is, the, that is the first. Damn Earth, you! Been? That is the first Earth Starship Enterprise, uh... the first Federation Starfleet Semantics. Starship. Enterprise was NCC 1701. All right, and so it's you... already been argued out many, many times online. I, was gonna I... say, it sounds oh, like I'm you sorry. really
0: prepared for this argument.
4: You know, right? there were a lot of young guys I saw go down in that fight. Um, it, it, <laughs> this was... will be the hill I die on, Benjamin McGormick. So, yeah, so this is like the first enterprise. It's such what
2: a if... pedantic point, too. Like...
4: But no, well, here's the thing, though, is that you know, when the guy says, you know. Which federation starship Enterprise? Because there's been five, and then the other guy corrects him six. and makes six. Yeah. Well, that was cool because this was November of ninety six, and the movie, yeah, the movie hadn't come out yet, so the Sovereign class Enterprise hasn't been actually revealed. But this was our first thing of, oh, they're making another one.
2: But see, that would have been well, the way I took that was they were they knew about something in the future, you know, because they're
4: the, the, the temporal.
2: So they know exactly how many Enterprises there will ever be. You know what I mean? In the
4: year well, we know there's at least... Uh, we go through J. Is I think, the latest one I've ever seen. J? Yeah. But what? that's in, that's way in the future.
1: Is that in the books? Because that shit don't
4: count. Nope, it was on Enterprise. Oh, uh, who cares? In the future.
0: In the year 2000.
4: So we find out that uh, they've traveled back in time to, to start... the year 2000. <laughs> You need a flashlight on your face. It's pretty uh, dark in
1: here to be fair. Where's my phone? Yeah. just your phone. I don't know where it is. It's upstairs. Why would I need it? I'm recording. The best
2: part of that bit, it's when they kept doing it after the year 2000. <laughs> that was
1: my favorite part.
4: <laughs> That's when it got funny.
1: It was funny before It was that. always funny. Yeah, yeah. But when they started doing it after 2000, you're like, these guys are geniuses.
4: Yeah. So we find out that uh, Barry Waddle has uh, beamed over. Barry, Barry Waddle. Waddle. He beamed off the Defiant to either the. Barry Waddle, guy. Barry Waddle, <laughs> and his uh, his name isn't Barry Waddle. He's what a dirty name. liar! Arne Darvin. Arn
2: Darvin. Now, how long Arn. has he been going by Barry Waddle since he's been in Cardassian prison? Yeah, he,
4: he's, well, no, he wasn't in Cardassian prison. He, he was, was a merchant. He was a merchant. Yeah. Oh. Because he uh, he's a what do you call it? Uh, Disgraced. Uh, no, he, he, what was it? He, he sells gemstones, uh, oh, bobbles.
2: To, I sell bobbles.
4: Yeah. Canvas and Trillium <laughs> butt plugs. And, and that was the same thing that Spock and Kirk did on Space the, Adam and uh, Eve, balance of <laughs> not balance of terror. <laughs> uh,
1: is pure space, pure romance parties.
2: Like he opens the briefcase and you see the gems and then he lifts it up. It's a false top. It's like no, okay. no, under the no, gems, I've got all these sex toys.
1: What happens is it's, it's a gem, but then he picks it up and the bottom is connected to a butt plug. And he's like, <laughs> see, look, I've got all kinds of different kinds.
2: Some make tails. <laughs>
1: Some make gems. Yes. Some make ridges.
2: You want a shiny butthole?
1: Yes. I'm a man. Yes. He doesn't yes. want a shiny butthole? Yeah. I would love the shiniest of all buttholes.
2: Why waste money on anal bleaching?
1: <laughs> you could just have a With a few of these gemstones. <laughs> 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 Place gently in your rectum. Yes.
2: <laughs> or forcefully.
1: Or either way. Yeah.
2: Whatever.
4: Never flip your boat. Kind of ease it in, I guess. You don't want to just jam it right in there. Not the first time, anyways. Yeah. yeah. So they break up into teams. Uh, they <laughs> dress up into, uh, a, you know, period appropriate. Who's writing
2: type. that book? <laughs> of Barry Waddle. Barry
1: Waddle's One Plug
2: salesman <laughs> to it's the, the Gar-
1: stars. To the Cardassians.
4: Well, and as we find out, Barry Waddle is not actually Barry Waddle. He's Arn Darwin, who if this is when if you missed all the pre uh promotion if you miss the fact that of recognizing the actor's name or the yeah. actor's face after 30 years and you're like i'm just completely clueless when they said arn darvin you should have been like oh the guy from trouble with trivels that's yeah. the guy so and well, they we- basically yeah. tell you that at once at one point too well, yeah at yeah. this point yeah they and- give you the
1: history lesson
4: And that he was a Klingon that had been surgically altered to look human because that's never happened before. Wait. That's discovery. Just just 10 years before. Oh my God, this is... Maybe he's not Arn Darvin. Maybe he's Core. Anyway, so... um, It's
1: coming back soon. Renew your subscriptions now because then you can watch them all when the new ones start, what, in the 7th, I think?
4: Man, that's January. soon. Yeah. Can't wait. Yeah. So he is a surgically altered Klingon that had infiltrated and then uh, had huh. been sent to try to wreck the uh, the Federation's mission to did try to. Rain. Did he try to wreck them? And then he got uh, outed uh, by uh, by Kirk. Did some time, I guess, in Federation uh, space jail, and then uh, went kinda, on a, Yeah. Went on impersonating a human.
1: Ben, you are blowing through this, dude.
4: No, that—that's like the first scene. I love it. No, I just love your dedication to the to
1: the show, man. Like you're just going. No, we love- can't we- even.
2: We can't even derail you with butt plugs.
4: We're 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 on toss mode right now, buddy. I was
3: gonna say I knew exactly what this was. This is original series
1: now
4: is this is, like,
1: this, this is my life now is I, this
4: is what is this what's going to be like when we review t uh tos episodes like I, in I, like I,
2: 10 years when we finally get <laughs> I, I,
4: I can't make any promises either way because i don't know who i'll be in 10 years are you going to
3: transform into a klingon
4: well i don't understand what that means well no, we all grow as people and i'm not me from 10 years ago i'm not me from 20 years ago
3: but you're still going to be a Star Trek fan in 10 years.
4: Yeah, well, before Dork Trek started, I'd been clean and sober for like, I want to say nine years.
0: Welcome,
4: oh, yes. Don't blame us. Then, you know what, man? This is friendship, bruh. Well, that, that's yeah. the best thing from... Uh, I was willing to let my life get wrecked and end up with Star Trek posters on my wall. Wrecked again. them? <laughs> Damn near wrecked them. <laughs> I, yeah, I've, I've worn a Starfleet uniform more after 40 than I did before 40, and that that just disturbs me. You're welcome.
1: Yeah, and we also play Star Trek role-playing games now, too, which is this weekend. We're playing Saturday, right?
2: Yeah. yeah. It's 2018, Saturday. Ben. You got to let your freak flag fly.
1: Yeah, Ben. It's 2018, man. People don't care anymore, dude. Like There are people on Instagram that dress up in Star Trek uniforms that have thousands and thousands of followers.
2: They're influencers.
1: Yeah. Don't
2: you want to
4: be an influencer, Ben? Yeah.
2: Start dressing up sexy in Star Trek clothes. Honestly. Yeah,
4: that'd be awesome. I'd follow you, Ben. Need a little bit more gym time.
1: No, you could be like you could be one of those BBW models or whatever they're <laughs> yeah. called.
2: No. Dad bod is in.
1: Yeah,
4: dude. You'd be like, well, the Dad. The I have to- I have to get back down to dad bod. And to get, you know, and
2: redefine the class. Yeah, like, look,
4: man, I'm extra dad bod, right? Oh, I'm like the refit constitution class. I'm the refit dad class.
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh, you could dress up like starships. That'd be even better. No. Some, like Have a belt with some nacelles hanging off it yeah. or something.
4: Now, see, okay, so Your one of my- Ding ma- could be the bridge. One yeah. One of the things that makes it super to sad- the bridge with all the stuff that I lost uh, when my grandmother passed away and my racist ass family basically, you know, ostracized me. Um, Before I had joined the Navy, when I was still living at home with my grandmother, uh, my friend Jeffrey, who was the chief engineer of the Yorktown, we uh, took over the summer and made a model of the USS Reliant. That's fun. And I don't know if you ever saw the, the Ertl or the whatever uh, USS Enterprise model yeah it was like the 18 inch model mm-hmm. this was on the same scale as that oh that's cool right so and and jeffrey was there was a reason he was my chief engineer because he was into that whole engineering mindset and shit uh-huh. and so he and he made models so he just i mean he was one of these people who would sand the pieces to make sure that the, the lines were perfectly i'm like throw more glue on it and shove it together
1: Dude, the star trek models were tough too because like especially the nacelles absolutely hold up i remember as a kid i built a bird of prey and like the fucking the neck the neck just kept falling and you just had to just jam like thousands of pounds of model
4: glue to get it to stay up but it still wouldn't stay up it was impossible we i mean jeffrey talking
2: about their penises jenny just you missed that
4: it was hard to keep it up yeah so the thing with the reliant though is that it's 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 front heavy and so it it wants to tip forward tip. and so jeffrey took and got little bag he made little bags of sand and put those in the nacelles before we glued them together that makes sense right so then you had that extra weight in the back end of it that kind of kept it up that's very smart It's just like Need some junk in the trunk yeah
1: like I a, would have like never thought of that
4: so when he does that it's just like okay so then that was on my bookshelf in my room for like... That music. has
2: got it. 40-year-old <laughs> it version. You
4: <laughs> uh, feel like bags of sand. Have you ever touched
1: a boob before? Yes. <laughs> Dear so, go back and watch that movie. That's a great film.
3: I still haven't seen that yet.
1: You haven't seen 40-year-old have version? Seen it. It's really good.
2: My wife hates I don't, Steve I don't, I don't How can you hate Steve Carell?
4: Oh, she's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I... I I want to see it's like a frying pan's gonna come go twang. <laughs> I want to say that new movie he's got coming out.
1: Yeah, it looks sad though, because like it's him and uh, it's you're him talking and about Hunter.
4: Vice. No, no, the the one with the son, the drug addict kid, right? you no, are no, no, talking
2: you're about, about the one
4: where he gets beat
2: up and like
4: he, he does the the. the- toys and stuff and he has a whole life where he he like Like lives like
3: marwin or something welcome to marwin
4: yeah Yeah. that's
2: too inspirational for me
4: (laughs) no and i might not i want to watch it but i probably won't be able to watch it because it's one of those movies where like when i was a kid and my shitty life what i would do is take my star trek action figures and my star wars action figures and my gi joes they should never cross pollinate ben well i did because they were the same scale. And so, I would, uh, I'd take, well, they lived in different counties, so it was okay, because I took this part of, no, so on the farm, I found this area, and I, like, marked it off, and I mowed the grass, like, like super low and everything, mm-hmm. and then I got, like, the, the moss. Sure
2: grandmother appreciated that.
4: Well, no, this was, it wasn't in the yard, this was out, we had 600 acres, I, I can find a spot.
2: 600 acres. <laughs>
4: yeah. So... I had made this area, and it was, I don't know, it was about the size of my living room, a little bit bigger. That was my little town. And so I had, like, all the people had their houses and stuff, and there was, like, a big landing pad for the Millennium Falcon. And and so it was just, like, a little city, and the the Falcon was their primary, you know, heavy transport, and the X-Wing was more for your fast getaways and shit the GI Joe, you know, the HISS tank was there and stuff, but again, everybody nice. stayed on their side of town. And uh so yeah, the so Conquest I'm, X30. No. My buddy had the
2: uh everybody the, wanted that when it came out cuz it had the forward swept wings. It yep. so cool.
4: I didn't like that. And my buddy had the 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 Tom the Tomcat with the, the Tomcat the, was cool. The wings that would go back. Mhm. And uh yeah. Did you have the play with the inverted wings? Well, that's the one he was. The- yeah, that one was
2: awesome because it had
1: the shark face on the front. I really yeah. like that
2: one. Wait, no, so, I- the Tomcat, was that the. Uh, you're talking about G.I. Joe, right? Yeah. Then they call them Sky Strikers or something in the something show? Something
4: like that. Yeah. Because yeah. they had the. Like I said, it had- was an
2: F 14 Tomcat, but they couldn't call it that. So.
1: Right. Well, you know, we would have known what they called it if we would have finished G- the G.I. Joe podcast.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I think God. they called them Sky Strikers in the very first episode. But man, that GI Joe show was
1: pretty, pretty. Cobra
2: Rattlers. Cobra had the coolest stuff.
1: Well, yeah. the, well the Rattler was the Trouble Bubbles. Eight, yeah. Those yeah.
2: fucking awesome. Didn't the co- I didn't would Cobra, love to have a Trouble Bubble today.
1: Didn't like, Cobra have one. the have the one that kind of? What's the the English plane that that fucking? What the, that was the uh,
2: that was a Cobra Rattler. Yeah, it had the uh it was. The Harrier, like, isn't it a Harrier? It looked more like an A ten because yeah. it had like the. You know the Harrier has the engines built into the fuselage, but these had the engines right. on the wings.
4: And well, that the, was the thing: is the like, A10 tiltable. Yeah, that was the. It was like it invented the Osprey before the Osprey was.
2: Uh... Yeah, well, yeah, and the Cobra bubbles were perfect jet bad. engines, not tilt a rotor. But...
1: Do you remember the outfit, like the body armor that they had, like the Tony Stark Hulk bust armor that Cobra had for a while too? No. Do you remember that? Like there was like an armor, like it was like you'd put. There, yeah, that thing was awesome. Yeah, Cobra Rattler. Let me try to find that. It was a G.I. Joe armor where, like, you'd put the guy in, like, a plastic and it looked like he was in, like, a body armor suit, which is pretty cool. Let's see here. Jenny's so bored right now.
3: I have no idea what the fuck you guys are talking about. This is this is stuff for boys.
1: We could talk about, like, jam or some shit. I don't or we could talk about jam. Star Trek. That's true. We could talk about Star so, Trek. I would, I what's
3: a Star Trek? Do.
4: Yeah, what's a Star Trek? So O'Brien and Bashir. Well, first of all, O'Brien, Bashir, Cisco, and Dax dress up in 23rd century Starfleet uniforms. They look really nice, they, by they, the way. Well, here's the thing: is I was as I watched it, and this is the first time I had watched it on, uh, you know, the big screen that I've got. It's the first time that I've seen it since Discovery. I've watched a lot of the remastered T, uh, uh, TOS episodes. So, um, you know, I was afraid that, you know, I know Jay and I, I think, had watched it a while ago.
0: Yeah, a couple years ago, I think.
4: And it was one of those things where I'm like, oh, God, but I haven't, you know, I've seen all this classic Trek that's been made better with the new special effects and stuff. When I go to watch this, is it going to make it look bad? And I was concerned about that. And so, like, one of the things I was looking at, the texture of their uniforms, because if you watch a, a lot of the newer stuff where they have, they redo the old uniform stuff. They look so much uh, smoother Uh than I remember. And these though, when I looked at the texture that our guys were wearing, it's like, ah, that just, it doesn't really, I'm afraid that the new material is going to clash with the old material, but then Kirk and Spock come in and I'm like, oh no, theirs looks just, you know, the same texture. So it matched out pretty good.
3: Look like velour or something. Yeah. They look really
4: nice. So they, you know, what was it? Uh, Operations wore red, command wore gold, Uh and women wore less.
1: Yes. Now this is, this is my, when I was watching the episode, I told my wife, I was like, there is no fucking way Dax is going to walk around, like be a regular officer on this ship. And Kirk not know who she is. Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> How
1: is Kirk not gonna know? Like, there's this yeah, there's no way. this six foot tall woman in like go-go boots who's got legs up to her fucking eyeballs, and Kirk's not gonna be like, "Why have I never seen you before?" Like, I don't understand. And there's also
2: no black guys with shaved heads and goatee.
1: Yeah. Real scary looking motherfuckers. Like, are you like space Black Panther dudes? <laughs> yeah. So like,
2: but I thought those two, uh, Cisco and Dax, looked really good in their uniforms. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have yeah, to tell
0: you, you, look very awkward.
1: Colin, well, I think it's because their hair too. Like they did weird. Yeah, but Colin Minnie's hair actually looked better without the afro. But if they would have cut the mullet in the back, yeah, it would have looked better. But yeah, Yeah. and Julian just looked
4: weird. He looked dumb. I thought Julian's dumb hair fit the time period. Oh, it totally did. I mean, because I mean that was. Did he hump that lady? His grandmother? Yes.
2: I've never seen somebody so eager to be their own great grandfather. I want (laughs) to hump that
4: lady. Usually, it's one of those things of like, "Oh my god, I I can't be intimate with." I think he was
2: making that up. Dream. Now, did this? Like, thing- he probably said that that it would have been funny if, like, throughout the episode, he kept saying that. Like, wait, my great grandmother's name was this. My you want name was my this. I got to fuck. I really want to fuck
1: my grandma. That lady was DTF for real. And now, did this? Oh, yeah. This happened before the Futurama episode, correct?
4: Yes. Yeah. Okay. And then the other thing well, the the become your own grandfather thing has been around for a while with time travel. Right? Yeah, but
1: this is,
2: I, I mean, Futurama is pretty inspired by Star Trek. Though, yeah, so I wouldn't be surprised if that. They were,
4: they were all big Trek
2: fans
1: now. Cause like the lady though, like that's the one thing I will say about Star Trek. The original series is all the ladies on that show were smoking hot. And DTF. Like, like they all have their hair done up in like this ridiculous fashion. And like, they all have these super short skirts and go-go boots on and like, all the aliens of the day you meet. even the, I don't even think the waitress that waited on fucking Odo in the bar was wearing pants. Yeah. Uh-uh. It like, was the 60s, man. Her kids yeah, were hanging out. <laughs> her, she, she wasn't wearing pants, for God's sakes. Her boobs were all over the place. And I was like, what is happening here? This is this is amazing. You
2: have to remember, in the 60s, like, women's role was just to be the love interest.
1: But how did they get anything done is what I'm saying with... Starfleet, like all they did was just like that's why they kept having shenanigans happen. Fucking fight, like that's just like, like
2: are we crossing through the neutral zone again? God, there definitely
1: it. was not I a, paying attention to my maps. There was not a Me Too movement in the Star Trek universe. No. If it did, it died out. Quick.
2: It was a different Me Too. It's like, yeah. oh, you fucked her, Me Too
1: <laughs> Eskimo brothers.
4: <laughs> yeah, hey, we all Eskimo bros, Jack? Well, what was it uh, when they were originally writing Star Trek, Roddenberry wanted the crew to be 50-50 because it was going to be an equal, you know, future women. That's not head. why.
1: No, it's because he was is a horrible and no chance like everybody.
4: Yeah. The network said that if they made the crew 50-50, it would give people the impression that they were pairing off in space. So, like, they, wanted, so they wanted it to be reduce it and so it could only be the crew could only ever have one third uh female like fucking (laughs) but then well how come so one
2: third so that means two men to one woman so they had to be teaming up
1: yeah they were doing Uh the devil's triangle bro now what about just (laughs) men fucking right like can't men get lonely in space and fuck
2: no see they would have been fine with that
1: because that's what i would automatically think like somebody's phantom stroking is what i'm
4: saying yeah so the the one was it? Uh, You're just gonna roll
2: right past that, Ben.
4: Odo and uh, <laughs> Worf go as civilians over to K seven to start searching, while Cisco, Dax, and Julian and O'Brien go over to the Enterprise and start searching because they've so gotta find.
2: Worf doesn't look like anything of what anybody knows. Oh what no! Klingon looks
4: like no. And they put like a weird. And even
2: the Klingons don't know that he's a Klingon. Right.
1: No, nobody does because the Klingons don't look like Worf at this point. Because they're okay. they're just in blackface. They're just super racist blackface yeah. dudes that look. I real guess
2: Worf always speaks in you know.
4: Well, this Earth, was the Earth first tongues,
2: right? Like he never speaks in in Klingon Because otherwise, the universal translator would be translating for him, and then the Klingons would understand him speaking Klingon, right? Right. But since yeah. he's speaking English or whatever.
4: Right. Well, he grew. Well, he might be speaking Russian because he.
2: Yeah. Well, you know, like Earthies, whatever. He yeah. speaking,
4: yes, oh, whatever. We can call it common. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I speak basic. Yeah. You're that basic. was an argument I've I've recently had with somebody, and I think Jenny drove me to it. Well, what's the argument? I want to know. You? Was it? Were you and I talking about code switching?
0: Yes, we were.
4: And and my thing was well speak what i mean i'm gonna speak more jewy when i'm around jews you can speak more womanly with
1: the pastrami
4: well no and just but when you get into a situation i just like dungeons and dragons just like the federation there has to be a, a there's a time and place where you everybody has okay this is the common tongue that we speak yes and then when we go away from that do whatever mm-hmm. But that that's a different why.
2: language is a little bit different than code switching, though.
4: Well, yeah, but I mean, that's the thing is that some of our fucking code switching is is becoming different languages, and so to prevent old white men from being like, "Damn, kids need to use punctuation and learn grammar," you just okay when we we come together, boom, this situation we all speak on on a, a common square, yeah, or whatever. There's, a,
2: there's the get a job way that you speak, and then there's the normal way that you speak.
4: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, no, I mean, not to as great of extent as, as certain ethnic groups will have to deal with, but even I mean the old J- Jeff Foxworthy thing. You don't want to hear your brain surgeon with a southern accent, because when you hear that southern accent, you, you know you drop forty IQ points. <laughs> like we well, just go cut the top right off and get a stick and just root around in there see if we can't find a problem. I mean that was the, his thing, and it's you hear southern accent, they're automatically. You deduct forty IQ points. It's,
1: it's a fair true. guess, though.
4: True. But at you know, you know, <laughs> it's usually pretty accurate. Yeah, I mean, forty. I mean,
1: that's even like an average. I mean,
4: tomorrow, <laughs> I grew up in the South, and when you hear that accent, do you not automatically have certain assumptions about people? Now, when I get elected to the White House, like
2: Boston accent or Long Island accent or Midwestern, you know, whatever accent. If you have a strong accent, you sound like an idiot. Well, no no whatever. Boston. Whatever.
1: The Boston accent is uh labeled to intelligence. They said because the, the Kennedys and all that stuff. I'm telling like a Southie.
2: You.
1: Yeah, and I'm saying like no. a Southie, but like a Kennedy. If you talk like this, or uh, yeah, know that there uh, with the things. And the, yeah, but I, yeah, I don't Whenever
2: know. I hear, I've only uh, been I to hear. Boston once, but I never heard anybody talk like that up there. The I'm hear, like a Kennedy. Kennedy. No.
4: I hear a Southie accent. I automatically think I'm probably going to get my ass kicked. Just try not to start anything. Don't well, look at anybody the wrong way. You know, <laughs> you're probably going to start the fight with them.
2: So, this summer, uh, I was down at Murphy's because the Jamesons were playing there. And it happened to sit next to this guy who wanted to talk to everybody. So, he's talking to me. And I knew instantly he was from Boston. So, I was like, oh, yeah, I went up there with the, this band a few years back. And we were, they played at this place right across from the TD Ameritrade, you know, the whatever, the garden or whatever. Yeah. It's like right across the street. You could, we could see it literally, and there was like a playoff hockey game going on while we were there against the Penguins. And we couldn't remember the name of the place, and he's like, oh, it's probably the Hop. And I was like, no, nah, that doesn't sound right. And we were, I was looking it up and everything. I was like, oh, it was the Harp.
4: He's like, yeah, the Hop. I was like, oh, <laughs> god
1: damn it. <laughs> the Hop, it's the Hop. See, the Hop.
4: <laughs> <laughs> it was like, what was it when iPads came out? And uh, they were like, yeah, people from Boston have no idea how to, you know, distinguish between an iPod and an iPad
1: the iPad
4: <laughs> cuz my iPad my 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 iPad with the uh, twirly thing yeah it's the same this is an iPad and this is an iPad I listen to I I read the news on my iPad and I uh, listen to the music on my iPad the iPad anyway I can't do it accent, <laughs> but they'll kick your ass so anyway there's something to ship uh going on their way through everything um what is it cisco and dax get to see captain kirk there's a cute little scene with uh an engineer and uh chief o'brien or whatever well the whole episode is filled with little
1: cute yeah. cute moments
4: and so now back over on k7 though Chekhov and uhura show up and uh there's
1: there's odo just sitting in the back of the The
0: scene.
4: (laughs) (laughs) I'm in 1966. (laughs) How did I get here? I don't understand. It's done really
1: well though. Like this episode
2: could be really cheesy. And sometimes it feels like uh, that. um, Oh fuck! What's that Nirvana video? Where they may look like a buddy holly, oh yeah, 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 lithium. yeah, yeah, no, not lithium, it was oh, oh, it's in, bloom. Bloom. in bloom in bloom bloom, yeah. yeah, yeah, it kind of has that feel to it, yeah, where you yeah, can tell you is. can tell that, okay, this was filmed in the future
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> in the past,
2: yeah. yeah, not in the not in the air they're trying to portray it in, you know, yeah,
1: yeah, but it's it's but it has the potential to go off the rails and just be like too cute for its own good. Right but they do a good job. Like I think maintaining like the, the cool kind of flashbacky vibe. And uh, I guess the modern sensibilities of Trek to some extent, you know, like I I love the fact that apparently um, uh, Dax knows and fucked everybody in the 22nd or the 23rd century. Like she just humped all of them. Mm -hmm. She,
2: she fucked McCoy. Yes. And was she a man at the time or? She, which one she said she was. He said he had, I
1: remember him saying he had salt. Oh, 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 no. What the <laughs> hell?
4: <laughs> hands of a surgeon.
2: <laughs> don't feed that thing. Don't feed it, you'll have a thousand of them.
3: Yeah, Especially so what I'm watching- after midnight. Shut up! <laughs> 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 so I'm watching the episode, and during that scene, like she's like, he had the hands of a surgeon and you know kind of looks at the camera like yeah you know what i mean and the fucking Tribble is sitting on my coffee table i'm not touching it i'm nowhere near it i'm like five feet away from it and it starts making that fucking noise <laughs> like it was laughing it was like yeah yeah he
0: does
1: <laughs> <clears throat> that's awesome
3: <laughs> it just fucking did it again
1: <laughs> that's weird
3: that thing is possessed
2: it loves finger banging
1: <laughs> it wants to finger i mean finger banging is pretty cool i mean well, it's hungry yeah um <laughs> When's the last time you just finger banged? Or... Morning. <laughs> oh.
2: Not yourself.
1: Yeah, when's the last time, like, well, I guess, I guess we're getting <laughs> answers the
2: other end of the <laughs> But It's going to oh, be more just... recently than that, probably.
1: When's the last time you've just finger banged? Wait, wait up... what time is it now? <laughs> <laughs> uh, when did we start recording this episode? Like five minutes
4: <laughs> Finger bang finger bang. <laughs> Finger bang. Oh, uh, cool thing. Uh, speaking of Eskimo. Finger bugs, banging. And uh, you got your, your, your grandma. You? We the, lady who, nice. uh, the lady who the lady who played uh, Lieutenant Watley. Yes. That they met in... Jodie Watley? She, had been, she, was she had been on Star Trek before. I
2: heard she was looking for a new love. A new I heard love.
4: she was looking to fuck. So the actress uh, had appeared on TNG. <laughs> uh, on Riza. She was the young lady of who... Course. Uh, who came up to uh, Picard when he was on Captain's Holiday, and offered to so help? She's his just wife, a extra. The Maharan. She is a extra. Like, extra for sex purposes. She's <laughs> like, hey,
1: we need a extra. Like get her. She's over yeah. there. But what if she's not? Like that. Got that's got to suck for her, though. I'm sure she wanted to be like a real actress, and she probably, is,
2: She's Shakespearean trained. She's yeah. to Hollywood, from England. You know. And
1: she but just, ended up basically in porn. Yeah. I want to basically. work on my trade and make films, classy films. Wonderful works of art, and she's like, Who wants to fuck me? I'll fuck you, grandson. (laughs) I'm coming for a physical tomorrow. I want (laughs) you to take out my vagina. And by physical, I mean, I want you to stick your penis and fingers
4: in my vagina. All of them.
1: Yeah, there's no way, like Dax,
4: the Kirk doesn't see Dax on this shit before. It's like, Mm -hmm. Hey, but here's the thing, though. I Um, think she fit the uniform well. I think she's shorter than
2: everybody else's, too. Yeah.
4: I, well, I don't know because those I've when I looked at the blueprints for them, they were uh, the schematics. The schematics for the the uniforms. The, those skirts were pretty short.
2: <clears throat> I think she would look good in a blue one.
4: I think she would look good in anything. She
1: looks great in Back to School. Go watch Back to School. She's in that. She's amazing looking.
0: What?
1: I had no idea that. Yeah, she's Valerie Desmond in Back to School. Yeah. She's the love <laughs> interest. I had no idea. I've seen Back to School a thousand times.
0: Hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I gotta watch that again. I love back to school. It's, it's not on every weekend like it used to be back in the day. I think you may actually have to like Yeah. Come on. Play. Comedy
2: Central get it. Together. I know.
1: What do you guys show now? Yeah.
2: I'm gonna I don't show even the office that spot, so that's good. Well,
4: I think you can't beat that. So, so Oh go ahead, Ben, I'm sorry. No, just moving on with the thing, uh Dex and uh what's his name? Uh, Cisco. Cisco.
2: Then it's just all business, man.
4: They. uh, Somebody's got to be. It's
0: business. Working in the boardroom earlier.
4: The ship goes to red alert. We find out that. uh, There's a bomb. Well, Klingon D7 ship has uh, showed up, and it's. uh, You know, they have. uh, What's her name? Kira identify the ship, and uh, Dax recognizes that it's Koloth's ship. Who we've met on the episodes when you know the old Klingons came to town. Yeah, and so it's like, oh, we, we should go. Uh, that I wasn't fun. Out, like
2: it would have been more fun if they really didn't know what the fuck was going to happen. Because she's like, oh, don't worry, he's not going to attack. They're just here for shore leave. Blah 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 blah. You know, it's like, yeah. okay, well, way to deflate that. Situation. Yeah, but the
1: thing is, everybody knows what happens.
2: Well, it's the thing. Not everybody. Not if you've only watched DS Nine. Like, this is, in the ni- this is in the 90s. Not everybody had Netflix. Not everybody had, yeah.
4: Nobody had Netflix. Okay. the
2: capability to go back Dennis. and watch old episodes of the original series.
4: Dennis, like, then this episode wasn't for those people. It's true. This episode was, was created for one group of people.
2: Like, honestly, the last time I saw trouble with tribbles
4: mm-hmm.
2: was when I was a kid. So I don't remember what the fuck happened.
4: <laughs> I, I feel very bad for you. I mean, was there some embargo on television? In your childhood home, um, no,
0: better things. We were yeah.
4: Shit. Okay, so while you were out doing better things, I was coming home every day at six and watching Star Trek. Trying to
2: find new ways to play with myself.
4: I remember why. <laughs> I, I remember watching Star Trek, playing with myself. You see, there, there's ways that you can multitask. multitask. You got to multitask. It's so. This is what I'm talking about, that it, it took me so long to get clean. And then I went right back into it. This this was, and I I know I'm not alone in this, that, that I mean, fuck, we have a show. So the <laughs> fact that we have a show means that there's others out there who instead of, you know, it's like the guy at work that when we were talking about something and I was able to start quoting off specifications for, you know, Federation starships. And he's like, oh. Yeah, I never got into that shit with his vape juice. Um, yeah, I was too busy getting laid in high school. And it's just like, yeah, fuck off, okay? Yeah, you're yeah. a dickhole.
1: You know what? You're probably yeah. not getting laid now, though, so that's
4: the best part. No, he is. How do you know?
3: You're so sad about that, baby. Yeah, really was like, no, he's, he, sad fuck. he
4: makes me watch. He still gets it. I, I just, I was really hoping his life would be more pathetic than it is. We're
2: dating now, <laughs>
4: <laughs> guys. When when you come, Bob, when you come to visit, you're gonna meet him. We're getting gay married here. It's gonna <laughs> be, amazing. it's it, it's not called gay married anymore. It's just married.
1: yes, it is. It'll all like I have no issue. Believe me, with anyone uh, marrying anyone, uh, but it, I just, it's just. Well, do you
4: call it straight married when it's when? just?
1: It's just because I'm an immature idiot.
4: I, I I think we should. Cis married. married. I'm getting, I'm getting cis married.
1: married. I'm getting gay
4: married. You're getting you're getting straight married. You're getting gay married. Well,
1: because if I'm getting, getting, getting gay married, married, I don't have to explain that I'm marrying another man. Because <laughs> like then, well, what's they, her name? And like, well, she's not a her. It's a dude. And like, oh, oh so if you just was she oh, always gay did? married?
4: Yeah. So if you say Rothman, well, well, like, well, oh, then I'm I'm they have to gay like gay break married. it down. It's like, wait, 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 wait. Was she always a dude or?
1: That's what you have to say. So like, you don't have to, you know, cause like if I say, oh, I'm getting married. Well, what's her name? Well, I'm not straight. And they, oh, I'm sorry. So, but if you say I'm getting gay married, I go, oh, what's his name? So I automatically know. Mm. That makes sense. Yeah. So well, have, have fun with the pronouns. It doesn't. So, um, it doesn't make sense, but it's just, it just sounds stupid. That's the main reason I like to say.
4: I think I'm gonna start saying straight married and then just- You just, should. I'm gonna assume anyway. all, ma- all married are gay. Oh, you're straight married? <laughs> yeah. yeah, Like I'm when straight. somebody
3: says they're getting married, like whatever gender they are, say this. Oh, what's, what's her name?
2: <laughs> and honestly, if you say you're getting gay married, there's probably a greater chance people are going to come to your wedding because a gay wedding sounds more fun than a straight wedding. Yeah.
1: I've never been to a gay wedding.
2: Me either. I'd like I to go. I would love to
1: go to a gay... I have a chance. Stephanie has co-workers. Uh, guy... <laughs> Stephanie has a, a gay friend at work who's amazing, and his his partner is also wonderful. And maybe one day they'll get gay married, and I'll get to go. Um, so I, and the, like the cool part is they're like an interracial, like hip gay couple. Like it could really be a a real big event. Like I'm really excited about it.
2: Well, my brother's gay. He's what is he? That's right? your
1: brother is gay. What is he gonna I get a, married?
2: I need to set him up with somebody. Yeah. Just so does I can your, go to the wedding. <laughs>
1: does your brother? Your brother plays Warcraft too, though. I remember that. I don't know the if he radio. still does. Yeah. But I remember that for the radio show. Oh well, yeah. Yeah. The, the gay guild well,
2: I, I derailed open phones that yeah. and
1: you, you you joined the gay guild <laughs> it wasn't okay for you to join it that was really that was a great yeah
3: ben's like what's the name
1: <laughs> yeah we can I hook up ben. Do you think, <laughs> i don't know if ben would wanna because that'd be too close because he'd be like call me i'm gonna call you dennis <laughs> like what the fuck
4: <laughs> 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 You, you, my fake Dennis. Yeah,
1: I can't have
2: real Dennis. You're as close as I'm gonna get. Yeah. My brother is taller than me, though. So, was
1: your brother more black or Asian? Like in which yeah, way? He,
2: was, he pretty much looks like me. He's just taller and gay. Yeah, taller that, and gay. That's hot. That's two main differences. <laughs> <laughs> two main differences. <laughs> yes.
4: <laughs> oh, what? I was, I was to move on. Those are the two main differences. Three big differences.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and he's like a year and a half older.
1: Uh no, no, no. That's not a big difference.
2: That's, yeah, <laughs> not, yeah, that's, that's, just that's very that's, minor. That's, that's ar- inconsequential.
1: Arbitrary at best. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Those are the two main
4: differences. <laughs> So oh, meanwhile, man. back over on K7, I love
1: this. I love this show. <laughs> I
0: really do. Great. Right. Uh,
4: Odo has obtained a uh, tribble. God, yeah. we haven't gotten anywhere in this episode. He's, like, He's sitting sh- there stroking yeah. his stroking his
2: I liked Odo yeah. better when he was a changeling. I don't really like this human in Odo.
4: It's not going to last, so don't worry about it.
2: Yeah. Thanks.
1: I mean, I'm saying, like, it can't last. Like, he's got to go back. They got to let him back in eventually, right?
2: Like, I'm not uh, – I don't know. I do remember seeing, like, back when DS9 used to be on TNN, um, there was an episode where, like, what's, what's his face? Maybe it already happened. I don't know. But the Vorta guy was, like, being really deferential to Odo.
1: I like Vorda. He plays two guys on this show. Vorda – Way Yoon. Yeah, he plays Vorda, and he also plays the Ferengi uh, arbitrator guy.
4: Mm-hmm. And there's actually one episode. Oh, Brunt? Is he Brunt? He's yeah, he's Brunt. Brunt. Oh. And so he's like one of the few he gets all characters. Because we know they reuse characters all the time, but he's one of the few that actually ends up playing this different characters in the same episode. Because toward the end of the series – Brunt is in an episode, and Wayoon was in the episode as well. And they do that weird 90s face-off thing. I don't think
1: Hi, <laughs> I'm Wayoon. Hi, I'm Brunt. Nice
4: to meet you. Yeah. I don't think they met each other.
1: Because but... <laughs> I was watching last night the first episode in the Mirror Universe, and you had, like... Kira and Kira meeting and each other.
2: Tangent, like, yeah, yeah and
1: like they have to, it's like, that's like
4: the face-off move, the Jean-Claude Van Damme
2: like, movie. I can tell you're looking at a tennis ball right now. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody.
4: Yeah, that, that Eyeline will ruin that every time.
2: Yeah. I can tell you're
4: looking at
2: it. They've gotten pretty good at it with, you yeah. know, but I think because they can overlay the, the CGI better. Yeah. You know, they take more think- time with it other than just putting like two pieces of film together and trying mm-hmm. to match it up.
4: i think the other thing they do is you know if your eyes are looking at the wrong place they can literally move you know (laughs) they don't
1: even really really need actors anymore
4: they can kind of do it all i think uh the the new uh, captain marvel movie is going to prove that with young ass uh you know 1990s uh what's his name jackson Jackson. But he doesn't
1: look any different. Like you could watch doesn't. you can yeah. watch Coming to America, Pulp Fiction, and then The Last Avenger movie. Like, that's the same guy. Like yeah. there's no difference. Like he black do crack,
2: baby.
3: I'm not really sold on some of these like CGI recreations of actors. The like, Kurt
2: Russell one didn't look bad in *Guardians*. That was a
4: CGI. Too. That that was all makeup. Oh really? Yeah, that they
3: probably was, uh, did a little bit of CGI touch
0: up though. On to.
4: They Man. said Man. They, Man. they said they said there was zero CGI. That Kurt Russell though has used the same makeup guy for like twenty five or thirty years. Damn, that sounds right? like bullshit. And that, that we can, I mean we, we do have the internet. It, that, that was all done with makeup. Wow,
3: probably a lot of like duct
0: tape or something like. <laughs> <form of skin. laughs>
4: they
2: stapled the, the like the back of his head is yeah. all stapled
4: together. Well, you guys were mentioning insurrection that's exactly how they put him yeah. on the little thing and just... <laughs> ding, 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 ding. punk so then the Tribble reacts to Worf and that's when we find out oh Tribbles don't like Klingons yeah and, uh, so mm. now they have their reasons yeah a little bit later, though, uh, O'Brien and, and Bashir join. Sure we'll just him.
3: cross the street, whatever the Klingon coming?
4: <laughs> I, I love clutch their purses. And well, they're talking, and they're like, "Oh, hey, the, well, what was it?" Though? That Klingon whistle—that'd be
1: the Klingon. They they say oh. like, "Hey, the Klingons are over there," and like, "Those aren't fucking Klingons; those are just racist guys in blackface." What the <laughs> fuck is going on? And then War was like, "Well, we
4: don't talk about that well, the, for good things, reason. It's blackface." Two, <laughs> the, the two big things that they mentioned, you know, was it like? Uh, what was it uh, uh, some virus or something that had done it or genetic engineering. And when he says he doesn't talk about those were both actually what? Well, I don't know if do you want me to spoil that one.
1: No, we'll get enterprise,
4: there. enterprise actually tells how the Klingons got that way. Racism. Yeah.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm.
4: Everybody was like, Hey, can we smooth down these ridges and put on blackface? Like, we make oh, her- the
2: Federation is so fucking liberal. I- let's fucking throw blackface in their faces can we make them real uncomfortable
1: and no, can we no, look as our, as possible but like if we put on blackface and then like a bunch of crisco too so we look really wet
4: like let's do that and like, i want a fu manchu mustache <laughs> yeah because that way i can insult
1: it just looked like they never really could commit on the look because they all look really wet they all look really racist and they all look very like Asian almost with the weird Fu Manchus uh-huh. and shit. Like they just couldn't commit on something.
3: Like Mongolian or something like yeah. that. Yeah.
4: No, I thought it Where was all people? the races we hate. Let's make it <laughs> one race of people. Like the show was created by a Trump supporter. <laughs> About this time, check off uh, Scott. Give him and- a poncho and a sombrero, too, man, and we're good to go. <laughs> Build the wall. Well,
1: hell yeah, great. man, space wall.
4: That Was the Klingon battle dress, but um,
1: <laughs> that's why Worf has that sash thing. It was like an actual poncho that got ripped. When Vandalier. He was, when well, he, he was hits cli- those
2: buttons in the right order, it yeah. pops out into a poncho.
1: When he was climbing the fence on the caravan,
2: <laughs> so when he, he saw somebody's setting. Federation uniform drying on the line, he <laughs> put it on.
4: See si, senor. So Scotty Chekhov and uh we in the uh, ah, senor. <laughs> go up in the bar as well. And, and uh O'Brien gets excited because Captain Kirk's there and they're like, you know, what? And he's
3: always Kirk. wanted to bang Captain Kirk.
4: The guy yeah. in the command shirt, you know, <laughs> and it's like, well, why the fuck's he wearing a lieutenant shirt?
0: I don't know.
4: So there's a brawl. And this is the famous scene from uh, Trouble in yeah. Troubles where, you know, uh, what's his name? Korax or whoever. Uh, starts talking to Cash. Shit. And it's like, you know, he's insulting the captain. Chekhov wants to fight. Scotty you know, is like, no, come, you know, have an opinion. And then he insults the Enterprise and uh, <clears> it all starts. <throat> Scotty kicks ass. Everybody uh, has a big old. Brian body. is a giant fucking
1: pussy by the way like every time there's a yeah every time there's a fight he gets his ass kicked yeah
2: he's the tng wharf of ds9 (laughs) (laughs) because tng wharf can't fight for shit he's the ds9 wharf hold his own
4: yeah what was doing good he was beating up some old old school klingons yeah like take that racist
2: (laughs) He put on a Captain America uniform, starts punching <laughs> yeah. these racist ass. Uh-huh.
4: But yeah, like
1: TNG Worf can't fight. DS9 Worf clearly went to like MMA class or
4: something. <laughs> or he probably way. got tired. He got, McGraw. he got tired of getting his ass kicked on TNG.
1: But they didn't really need him to kick ass on TNG because you had Data who kicked everybody's ass and Riker who was pretty tough too. Yeah. Like, was-
2: Worf was supposed to be the toughest dude around. So if somebody could kick his ass, then that just makes them look tougher. That's yeah. the whole reason why he was there. But they should have let him win a fight every once mm-hmm. in a while.
4: So he would reinforce that he was the toughest guy, around. Right? Yeah, because yeah. yeah. otherwise
3: it just made him look like a little bitch. Yeah.
4: yeah. Little. Like when Lore kicked his yeah, ass. That guy beat up a black guy. He must be tough. Like, no, that's not how it works. <laughs> Wait, what? It's not? No. White guys with small penises are going to be so disappointed. <laughs>
2: Aren't the they always? Makes a life of disappointment,
4: so. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> but um, so the fight goes the way the fight went historically, except with the addition of Bashir and uh, O'Brien. Uh, we get the the lineup where you know Kirk tries to weed out who did the you know who threw the first punch. So we get to see some more CGI or gumping. Uh, Technology and full effect here.
1: It looks good. That uh-huh.
4: was the thing. Is I mean, you're having Kirk pass in front of O'Brien, so there's shadows that they're having to deal with. There's um, just a whole wealth of insanity going on with this shit. So yeah, I for 1996, these special effects were insane.
2: Scotty's a punk yeah. ass, though. And he's supposed to be a leader on the ship, and he's like. Well, oh, I'm not selling myself out.
1: Well, he's, I mean, he's smart, though, too, man. Well, just okay. take
2: responsibility, <laughs> goddamn. He just gets and stitches, bro. chief engineer. What's the worst that could happen to the chief engineer? He's not uh, even he
4: confined to quarters for a week. Um, <laughs> well, no, that was the thing. That was if you – He had remember, an Xbox like,
2: in his quarters. He's fine.
4: No, he had technical manuals. That was the big thing is once the, all of the, the junior guys left and nobody would you know, rat out anybody else – then he confesses to uh kirk because you know and kirk's like no no tim and then you know he's like well i'm gonna have to confine you to quarters and he's like oh thank you sir i get to you know catch up on my technical manuals
2: okay fine you're not yeah. confined
4: it's hey he's done you can't past. go to
2: your quarters you have to stay up for a week
4: <laughs> you you have to go work on the engines that's even better oh shit TF I mean, you have kp duty He's that nerdy kid that, I mean, there's no aspect of, of <clears throat> punishment. It's like, no, you have to go to your room and then I have to take away your books. Fuck. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> well, I, well, I got to read. Like, no, nah, you got to just sit in there and get dumber as time goes. <laughs> I, I had a friend Boom. whose kid was one, you know, the kind that just always had a book in front of him. And like, he took away the computer and, and the video games and stuff. And so she was like in a room reading all the time which is what she did anyway. So he's yeah. like, so the only way I can punish her now no, it's is, books. To, is to take away books. And he's like, I don't want to yeah. be the parent that is like, oh yeah, remember when you were 12 and I took away your books that summer? And made yeah, you then, say, then,
1: you're, oh, then you're like a Nazi. It's
2: a, lot, it's a lot easier just to blindfold the kids.
4: Yeah,
2: Like you can't take off a blindfold.
4: It's easier to just hit them and be done. They you don't know have to carry all those heavy books. Yeah, totally. <laughs> all right, well, let's wrap this
1: up because it's getting late.
4: Yes. Well, that isn't my fault.
1: I know I'm not Ben. I'm saying you're the one professional one trying to move us through this. It's
3: not taking it's, any responsibility. It's bullshit.
1: It's Jenny, Dennis, and I that are just rattling on and on yeah, about yeah. God knows what. Mainly like me and Dennis stuff.
4: Poor Jenny yes. just sitting there. Dex and uh, Cisco. thinking about finger banging. Herself. <laughs> uh, figure out that there's no bomb on the ship.
3: The secret is I've been finger banging myself Ooh. this entire time.
4: You I wild see. tramp.
3: Smell my finger. <laughs> oh my
1: gosh. <laughs> That was awesome. That's a
4: that's a Patreon right there. Now I, I have to. I had my screen <laughs> open to the Wikipedia page, so now I have to fucking go to the Patreon. God damn it! Uh, that was funny. hey <laughs> ten dollars I'll never see again.
0: That was really funny.
1: <laughs> that was really funny. But yeah, so they have some cute interludes and things happen and yada yada yada. Uh, they hit
4: a bomb in a yes. triple to kill Kirk, which is a really good idea. Yeah, they find the triple bomb. Throw it into space, and that's if the I famous triple bomb. The uh, triple bomb <laughs> where all the triples fall down on Kirk.
2: Put a triple uh, bomb onto my ship.
4: <laughs> <laughs> they recapture uh, Arn Darvin uh, as they're leaving. Now we're back to the present. Is like, so that was it. We you, know, you guys came home immediately after that, and he's like, oh no, there's one more thing he had to do. And so then Cisco uh, met James Kirk. Yeah, and that's nice the. Like he
2: spent the whole time cockblocking Dax, and then he's like, "Oh, before we leave, I just got to do something real quick."
4: Well, he's got to be
1: professional because he's the captain, and he knows Dax will probably try to swallow his load. And but Dax was more <laughs> Dax was more into meeting Kurt. I mean, into Kurt needs Spock. that load, and more into meeting Spock, which is funny because then later in life she goes on to marry his son.
4: IRL, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. So, Adam Nimoy. So she ain't lying. She thought Spock was the foxy one. I did kind
3: of appreciate that she, she kind of had the hots more for Spock than for yeah.
1: Kirk. I, I think she like, even, I want to say she even no. mentioned in the book, right? In the, in the book, she was talking about how, how she thought Spock was awesome.
2: But weren't most, like most uh, women fans, weren't they more attracted to Spock than to Kirk?
4: He had a large female following. Yeah. Yeah, yeah back in the day. He's so exotic. Well, you would
3: assume that most women who watch Star Trek are nerds. Yeah. And they're going to be attracted to the nerdiest dude on the freaking show.
4: Yes. He's so cold and unfeeling. Like my dad.
2: I remember, uh...
4: <laughs> <laughs> that, that explains... <laughs> a 55-year-old mystery soul.
2: <laughs> so, like, in the 80s, uh, on Love Connection, they would always, like, every once in a while, they would throw in, uh... uh Black guy, or Mediterranean guy, or somebody <laughs> wasn't white, like for the woman to go on a date with. Hello, non-white person. And without, without a uh, fail, every time they would say, "Oh, he's very exotic," which is just a code word for mm-hmm. non-white.
4: Yes, yeah.
2: that's what Spock was very exotic.
4: He is black. No, he's Jewish. What? <laughs> of the pointed point ears? Exotic?
2: Mm-hmm.
4: He's
1: exotic.
0: But yeah,
4: so.
3: I have a question, of course, because one of the things that I, I had a hard time believing out of all this bullshit, the
0: mm-hmm. one
3: thing I had a hard time believing was the fact that Cisco would be a lieutenant at this mm-hmm. stage. Like, didn't he seem kind of old to be a lieutenant?
2: There was a lot of old lieutenants on the, yeah. back on the old
4: Okay. You know, okay. Yeah. toss. And plus, people age differently. Remember, we talked about this before. Look back at in, Sam Jackson. <laughs> yeah. you know, back, back in the 60s, a uh, guy in his 40s would look like a guy in his 70s today. Okay, I mean, so Cisco. yeah. Remember,
2: remember that Twilight Zone episode? I, I forget. The guy was supposed to be like thirty years old. He looked like he was fifty-six or something.
4: <laughs> well, I mean, you know, check out uh Patrick Stewart in Excal- in what was it, Camelot or Excalibur? Excalibur. Which yeah,
1: yeah. Patrick Stewart's kind of looked the same for like thirty years. He's, but he was always looked about sixty. He was in his forties in that. Yeah but it's worked out well for him in
4: his 70s because he still looks like he did when he was 40 well that was uh steve martin's big yeah yeah he went gray early so when i saw him in 1978 79 and he had gray hair he never aged after that yeah he's always been you know 40 years old
2: he just yeah. grew a banjo
4: yeah he grew <laughs> some guys get old and grow a beard and get a gut. No, him, he grew a banjo. <laughs> he grew a banjo. That's the best way to explain that.
0: Mm-hmm. And a
1: Martin Short. Yes. <clears throat> That's awesome. Just can't get rid of it. All right. So, what did you got? Well, then at the end of the episode, like they walk onto the promenade and there's shrivels everywhere,
4: which was pretty and cute. Quark recreates that famous scene with the bartender with the yeah. shrivels everywhere.
1: So, what do you think of the episode? We'll start with you, Dennis.
2: Uh, it's like a six. It's okay, All right. but I don't know. Like the whole time, it just it didn't feel like an episode. Like nothing was really happening. <laughs> like their their whole thing was to find this stupid bomb and to find the guy, and it just didn't feel like a a real Star Trek episode. It it, it felt like an excuse to use technology to, to overlay themselves. That's
4: exactly what in it a was. a Classic
2: episode, and uh, it just it didn't work for me.
4: Alright. It, it was still good, but it went great.
1: Now, I think Ben is going to have the exact opposite opinion. Ben, what did you think of the episode?
4: Well, I was going to give it um, a 7.5. Okay. But then I remembered that the guy who played Arne Darvin and the uh, chick that played uh, Bashir's possible grandmother mm-hmm. were also on an episode of Silk Stockings together. <gasps> Which then Ooh, takes it up. My, yeah. my score.
2: It's so a that, good thing you didn't mention this earlier because then we would have talked
4: about silk stockings for like 10 hours. Exactly. So well <laughs> so done. That bounced us up to an eight. For me, it was an eight. because okay. it, it goes back to you got to dance with the one that brung you. And original oh, series. Stockings? No, original <laughs> series will always be, you know, the show that, that brought me into this future. You know, the original series is why we know each other, because without original series, I wouldn't have been into, you know, all that came after. It's true. So, like, everything in my life goes back to original series. So okay. anytime there's, I mean, and there's some bad original series episodes. Some- oh, yeah, there's lots of them. original series episodes. But um, I, this episode has always been one of those fun episodes, but it wasn't just too corny. Um it was cool that I, I got to meet David Gerald uh, a few years ago who wrote uh, Trouble with Tribbles, uh-huh. which was kind of cool. Um, and he's actually in this episode as a lieutenant. Uh, there's That's a scene cool. where, when the ship goes to Red Alert and you know, Dax and Cisco are like, oh, what do we do? So I go to our Red Alert stations. And they start to walk away. There's a, a gray-haired uh, lieutenant who's walking past them. That's David Gerald. Okay. The guy who that's wrote cool. the original Trouble mm-hmm. epi- Trouble Tribbles episode, um, and also the creator of Land of a Loss, but uh, so yeah, this was I mean seeing uh, Worf react to the old school Klingons and then was, that was fun. you know, even though they didn't give the answer, they addressed that. Nope, that's what Klingons look like. Yeah. At the time. Mm. So I don't care if thirty years from now a new series comes on the internet from CBS. Uh, And says Klingons look different. This is what they actually look like back now. So yeah, I I give it eight because this is just a, it was a fun episode. And uh, we got to see Kirk and Cisco on the screen at the same time. What about you, Jenny?
3: Um, I thought it was really well done. Like the way that they kind of made a new story and wove it into the old one without changing anything mm-hmm. they and they the technology was fantastic, I mean, especially considering this was you know mid to late nineties yeah. Um, yeah I do feel like there was a lot of places where it was really, really close to being campy, like the way that they kind of was like, "I remember that, oh, I love this old technology, you know like it was <laughs> it was really like borderline cheesy yeah but they got right up to the edge of being too cheesy and just kind of stopped there but it's still kind of like it still detracted a little bit for me in a couple places but um i'm gonna say it was a going to say it was a seven i'm gonna say seven and a half
1: why not i'm gonna agree with that like i i think they they did a good enough job of being kind of campy enough, but not taking it too far. Like, they did the wink-wink, nudge-nudge, homage homage thing, but they didn't take, They didn't go too far with it.
2: Uh-huh. So, <clears throat> there you go. Alright. You know, one thing, one thing Jenny said kind of made it crystallize with me. This kind of reminds me of, like, the Lower Decks episode where they're not really the, the main event happening on the ship. They don't have anything to do with, really. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do.
0: Uh-huh.
2: And so... For me, I'm used to you know we're used to seeing Cisco and these guys be the problem solvers and everything, and to see mm-hmm. them just kind of being an auxiliary role in the episode kind of detracted yeah. for me for a little bit.
4: Okay, see one of the things Jenny said also uh, with the the cheesiness and getting up to the line where it's like oh you know this technology they don't make them like this blah blah, blah anymore. That's one of the things that I kind of um, I kind of identified with with Dax. Because when she's saying, you know, it's not the same for you guys as it is for me, because I remember living in this time,
0: uh, uh-huh.
4: right? And then for me, as somebody who grew up with this, I remember living in that time. And there have on been the, times
2: on the Enterprise,
4: <laughs> and uh, so there's times when I've been at conventions and somebody will have like, you know, props and, and recreations of the old, you know, stuff from the original series. And I'll pick up an old school tricorder that, you know, somebody's made. And it's just like, oh, man, they don't make them like this anymore. This is, you know. <laughs> you're, you know I can see so that. I totally get that vibe that she was, you know, mm-hmm. expressing there. It's Like, I was totally picking up what she was laying down. All
0: right.
4: I love it. I love it. All right.
0: Well,
1: there you go, everybody. Have fun. It was great. It was really good. I really enjoyed the episode. I really enjoyed recording this episode with you guys. You're just the best. Just the
3: best. You guys are just the best.
1: I have so much fun when we do
3: this. Together. We great.
1: Yes, we are. We definitely great as a we greater as a motherfucker. All right, so uh, we will talk to you guys next week. Actually, no, we're uh, taking the rest of the year off. Oh, yeah. A good way to go out on this.
2: On Aren't this. you coming down though?
1: Yeah, I'll be. I'll be in town,
2: and we can oh, hang out. Okay.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah, we don't uh, have to work.
1: Yeah, we could just chill. We I've never seen the director. We can just watch but, Star Trek for fun without yeah. the podcast
4: yes. and <laughs> eat
1: cheese and fart a lot. That'll be all. <laughs> Already,
4: I'll get the low fart cheese. Low fart cheese,
1: but yeah. So, uh, but yeah, this is the last episode. We're taking the rest of the year off. Uh, we'll be back in two thousand and nineteen. The farting cheese, it's going out of my butt. I uh, guess yeah, so. Um, <laughs> We will be back in 2019. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you to Patreons for your support throughout the year. And uh, we will talk to you guys in 2019. So goodbye, everybody. Bye.
0: Bye. Bye-bye. I don't understand.